This is Meditations for Misfits, and I'm Fred Gruy. Hopefully you had some fun last week with the exercise of uh, putting stones to represent the story of your life, the exercise I recommended by Henry Nowen. And if, uh, if that's nearby, you might want to take a look at it if you have the piece of paper that I suggested you work on where the bottom of the page you had the stone of your birth and the circumstances around that and then on top of that you placed stones with the major events and transitions in your life and you take a look uh, at all that has transpired over the years of your being and as Henry Nouwen suggested maybe you even thought about is there some perceived divine purpose represented by these stones, or is it simply just a matter of meaningless events? Well, this week, I would like you to question some of uh, what you have in front of you. I think it's always a good idea to question the story we've created of our lives and to, to stop periodically and say, is that true? Is that real? Is that the way it has to be? I I think the stories that we create of our lives, while they are incredibly important, and we all do them, and we couldn't be human without making them, we do rewrite them, and they're constantly being edited with new information, and they take twists and turns. That's just the nature of stories. And so I think it's very fair to question, is that true? Is that real? Do I have to live this way or think this way or be this way? I, I think that's a, a very fair question to ask. And I think uh, another way to, to look at the, the story of your life is to think of it, it, the stories we create help give us a basic orientation to the way things ought to be, the way the world should work. And so that's the orientation we've created to understand everything. But this orientation and these stories we've made are very, very, very fragile. And life assaults them. And we have to make changes. And And this was a major theme of uh, the, the uh, podcast last season was we go through this three-step phase that many writers have talked about and I certainly buy into. Uh, Joseph Campbell, the mythologist, is certainly one of the proponents in his heroic journey that we have a life orientation that gets assaulted by events such as a divorce or death of a loved one or dismissal from a job or disease hits our body, but uh, our basic orientation gets assaulted and we're disoriented. And hopefully the disorientation after a period of time and reflection will lead to a reorientation where we engage life in a more meaningful, in a richer, deeper way. That's, that's the hope. So, And as I say, that was a, a theme that uh, we talked about last year quite a bit. Well, I imagine if you have that paper in front of you and you're looking at the work you did, that uh, here's something I would like you to consider, that those periods of uh, those major transitions in your life, were any of those, and I would think they're probably somewhere, either in the middle of or, or soon after a period of deep disorientation in your life. 
disorient when when the way we see ourselves or the way we think the world should be gets assaulted, it makes a major change, and and that change sometimes, hopefully. Uh, can be really, really positive. So as you look at the the stones of your life, were any of those uh, transformative or significant events either in the middle of or soon after a period of uh, deep disillusionment or disorientation? I I think that's something to be very clued in on and aware of. Now, the, the wonderful writer Thomas More, who wrote Care of the Soul, has this to say about stories. He says, Our story is the most precious thing we have. Our lives depend on them. And he continues, Whenever a story puts an end to reflection in further storytelling, that story is now serving as a, a defense. And the whole point of a good story is to give birth to other stories and deeper reflection. So here's what I think Moore is getting at. I I think, let's suppose I grow up believing, well, I'm just not lovable. Nobody in my nuclear family loved me. I was always considered a problem, and nobody has ever loved me. And so I go through life just thinking, I am unlovable. Well, now that's a story that can be a defense mechanism to authentic living, and it's just not helpful anymore, or maybe it never was. And so how do we recreate a story when we're sort of stuck or if we're in a place where we're facing a big problem. Well, that brings us to the exercise I would like to suggest to you for this week. Here's an exercise I I ran across by a writer named Dana Gerhart, and uh, she calls it a fairy tale exercise. And so here's what she suggests. Now, this is particularly helpful, as I say, if you're just sort of stuck in life or you're facing a big problem. She says, uh, to create a fairy tale about your life that describes it as it is right now, and there's three elements to this fairy tale. The first is a description of the problem or the stuckness. And you can use this using symbolic language, uh, using a fairy tale animals like dragons or bears or wolves or fairy tale characters like princesses or princes, cobblers, knights or kings or queens. And you can let your current situation provide the inspiration, but but don't stay there too long. As soon as you can, move away from your conscious awareness of your problem or situation and let the story take over. Let it let it unfold. Now the second element of your fairy tale should be the magical intervention. So here you let your imagination come up with a a magical solution, whether that's a potion, the arrival of a new character with special powers, a change in the weather, whatever comes to your mind. And then the final part of your fairy, fairy tale, of course, is the happily ever after. If the problem got solved or if you got out of your stuckness, what would it look like for you to live happily ever after? What would that be like? And the question for reflection is, what's stopping that? Thanks so much for letting me invade your world for these few moments on your journey today. In conclusion for this podcast, I have a couple of quotes from Thomas More, who I referenced earlier in the podcast. 
and Moore is really talking about looking into those parts of our story that are uncomfortable and make us ill at ease is often where the real work is in discovering our souls. Moore writes, rarely easy, work with the soul is usually placed squarely in that place we would rather not visit, in that emotion we don't want to feel, and in that understanding we would prefer to do without. The most honest route may be the most difficult to take. It's not easy to visit the place in ourselves that is most challenging and to look straight into the image that gives us the most fright. Yet there, where the work is the most intense, is the source of the soul. Thomas More also adds, dwelling in an imaginary life is a way of avoiding the soul and that the soul appears most easily in those places where we feel inferior. So this week, as you work on your fairy tale exercise and you explore your story and your soul, I will pray that that will be an incredibly rewarding experience. <laughs>